Hello, all of you happy little bluebirds. Welcome back to another episode of Why Why Can't I? We're going to pick up where we left off, which is creating a podcast. I'm your host, Christy Keen, and I inspire women to stop asking how somebody else is able to do something and start asking, why oh why can't I? Thank you guys so much for being so patient with me. I just finished my last orientation shift on the new NICU that I'm working in, and I'm so excited. I talked about this in one of our first episodes about being multi-passionate, and I practiced what I preached, which is so important when you are somebody who has a lot of passions, a lot of hobbies, to make sure that you are putting your priorities in the right place. And for me, it was definitely getting my priorities into the NICU and making sure that I'm getting enough rest and doing what I need to do to have all that quality time with my family on the outside and to also launch the Love and Language podcast, which I'm so excited about. Me and Beth launched that a few weeks ago, and that has been a dream of mine for a few years now. It is a tool that I wish that I had whenever we found out that Charlotte was deaf. It's just a really wonderful resource for hearing parents of deaf children. And I'm back, if you can tell me my voice is a little raspy. Everybody in my house has strep throat right now, so super fun. But I didn't want to hold out on you guys one more week. You guys have been patient enough. Things have changed so much just since the last episode I did about starting a podcast that I had to completely wipe every episode I did about starting a podcast and re-record it because tech is so insane right now. I don't want you guys to waste time because... It's just wild. I'm going to show you why why can I start a podcast using AI tech? Guess what? You absolutely can. And I'm here to walk you through the process from conception to posting. But I'm going to be using some really fantastic AI tools such as ChatGPT, Descript, and Murph AI. So grab your happy little notebooks and let's get started. So let's go back, back to the beginning. Okay, so first things first, you need an idea that makes your heart sing just that just did to me right there. Reflect on your passions, your expertise, the conversations you'd like to have with your audience. If you get stuck on this idea, please refer back to a previous episode that I did where I gave you so many good ideas on how to find out what your hobbies are, what your interests are, and something that you could talk about for hours on end. And remember that a podcast should be a reflection of you and what you love and the value you hope to give to the world. So keep that in mind. But I also don't want you to get stuck on thinking about these things too very much because uh, I swear it's crazy right now, you guys. AI is more advanced, I think, than any of us realize. So I think as long as you have a good idea and you know your purpose and the value you want to bring, you can let the tools that I'm going to show you take over the rest. Okay, so let's start with getting everything and outlining your podcast using ChatGPT. I'm actually working on a really amazing course for you guys about ChatGPT, but ChatGPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, and it uses predictive text to respond and have basically human-like conversations with you. And it's wild. It took only about all of 12 hours for it to replace Google for me. So this is probably the most disruptive technology since the iPhone. So what you are going to do first for your podcast is visit OpenAI's website and sign up for ChatGPT. I'll put all of this in the show notes for you, but the website is HTTPS platform.openai.com slash sign up and sign up for an account. And I just signed up with my Google 
that is just easier for me. I get no kickback on this. I just really can't live my life without ChatGPT now. I pay for the pro subscription and I just got access to GPT for today. No big deal, but holy crap. I can't tell if I'm super excited, super amazed, or if I'm just terrified. You have to check it out for yourself to understand what I'm talking about. At the end of this podcast, I think you will have a better understanding. Once you have access to ChatGPT, you can start using it to brainstorm and plan your podcast right away. So let's go back to the conception and finding your podcast idea. You can literally go into ChatGPT now that you have an account and say, imagine you are an expert at having people create podcasts. I'm going to use myself for an example. I'm a 37-year-old woman who is multi-passionate and I love inspiring other women similar to me to find new hobbies and follow their goals. Or you can say, I am a 50-year-old woman who is an expert at meal planning for my family. I want to help other families have that same satisfaction of gathering around the table with their families at the end of the day and do that as well. And then you can just ask ChatGPT, can you give me 10 podcast ideas based on what you know about me and based on trending keyword searches that my ideal audience might be looking at and it will give it to you in a split second it's actually wild but that's what I'm saying if you know who you are if you know what your purpose is and the value that you want to bring to your audience don't overthink anything right now you really don't have to and my goal with sharing these AI tools with you is not to take away the creative side of things. It's still you. I need everybody to bring a more human element to podcasting, to entertainment, to social media. I fear that will go away. And that is not what I'm asking. I am teaching you about these tools because I think that they are going to help you get over the roadblocks that have caused you to not start in the first place. And I think they're going to free up the time that you spend thinking about all the other tasks you have to do instead of getting your message and that value out into the world. So hopefully with these tools today, you'll be able to start your podcast and also have more time for the things that are the most important to you. For me, I know that's time with my family and my friends, and this definitely helps so, so much while making me able to finally get these messages out into the world. Now that you have an idea what you want your podcast to be about, let's talk about brainstorming the episode topics. Again, all you have to do is type a prompt that describes your podcast theme and ask for potential episode topics. I'll use myself for an example. I can say, I'm creating a podcast about multi-passionate women and moms. Please suggest 10 episode topics. You guys, ChatGPT will literally generate a list of topics right then and right there. Okay, so I know who I'm trying to reach. I know what the general topic is I want to share with them about. And it gives you an absolute amazing starting place and beyond. Honestly, it gives me ideas about things that I wasn't even thinking about because of all of the 1 million tabs open in my head. It's pretty cool. Very scary. Still, I'm still like slightly nervous about all this, but I ain't gatekeeping it. So it is what it is. I always say just because we are resistant to this tech doesn't mean it's not there and that it's not shaping our entire world. I'd rather help you guys be on top of it and learn how to use it in a way that can keep you ahead of the curve and keep you and your family safe. So now that we have your idea, you have your episode topics brainstormed, let's say you just pick one of those topics and now you can generate an outline for the episode. Okay, you just asked ChatGPT, literally you type this into the text block to create an outline. So using myself as an example and the podcast, you can say, can you please provide an outline 
for a podcast episode on balancing motherhood and career ambitions. And the AI will generate a structured outline that you can use as a starting point for your script. Okay, but that's not where it ends. That's really just where it begins. But if you are somebody who is very resistant to AI giving too much input into your prompts, it can at least get this outline out there for you so you can get your clarity on what the topic is and have it really well structured and organized so that you can share very openly about it. That's really how I structure my podcast using ChatGPT. But you don't even have to stop there because you can now refine your outline. You can adjust your style and preference. You can add and remove sections. You can literally ask ChatGPT if it has critiques for its outline that it gave you based on whatever criteria and it will critique its own work for you. But then there's more, okay? So now that you have the general outline for your podcast, you can go in and create a script using ChatGPT and I'm not effing with you. When your outline is ready, you can ask ChatGPT to help generate a script for your episode. The best way to do this where you get more detailed and more precise responses is to break the outline down into sections or questions and use these as prompts for AI. So for example, of the podcast, you can say, can you script an introduction for the podcast episode about balancing motherhood and career ambitions, and it will. Here is a little insider pro tip. Before you start scripting your podcast, and I would actually venture to say this could be one of the first things that you prompt to ChatGPT after you tell ChatGPT how to act for creating a podcast using this technology. This is exactly what it type in. Imagine you are an expert at helping people create podcasts that share their message and value with the world with high engagement that is keyword optimized based on searches for their ideal audience. Boom. That's the part of the prompt where I'm defining what ChatGPT is. Then I would say, I am a 37-year-old woman. I have a podcast called Why Oh, Why Can't I? I inspire women to stop asking how somebody else is able to and start asking why, why can't I? And I use personal anecdotes about what I am doing to follow my dreams and encourage other women to follow their dreams and hobbies and stop worrying about what other people think. And I get deep, y'all. I say, I I was born in 1985. I love 90s pop culture. I was raised in Tennessee. So I say, y'all, I speak in a very positive and uplifting tone. I'm friendly. I'm not judgmental. These are my values. To find who you are as well and what your voice is and how you want to come off in the script because it remembers these things and it will communicate in a language that sounds more true to your voice. So once you define how you want ChatGPT to act and who you are, then I think that is the perfect time to say, now in my voice, in my tone, with all this in mind, can you please script this episode of the podcast? And it will. And if you want more detail in a section, just copy that section and say, can you give me more detail in the script on this section? paste, boom, and it will. So from there, you can edit and personalize your script, review what the generated script is, make any necessary changes, which if you use that insider tip before you prompted this entire conversation with ChatGPT, I think that you will probably get the results that you need pretty much off the bat. But you can always go in and refine anything. I like straight up tell ChatGPT when I don't like its responses. I give it a thumbs down and I'm like, 
oh, I just told you that I do not say bomb.com, which I do. So that's not a good example. But I will go in if it gives me a response that does not sound like me. I'll just say, I really wouldn't talk that way or that's not something I would say or I don't align with that. And it will say, I'm sorry. And it will take note of that for the future conversations. So it's interesting, you guys. Then you just repeat that process for other episodes. Literally use that same approach and keep creating outlines and scripts. Within one conversation, it will remember the conversations before and it will continue to speak in your tone and voice if you're within that conversation, which makes it pretty easy. That's why I'm telling you, if you really wanted to, you could sit down and plan a podcast and script out episodes for the entire year in a few hours or a day. That sounded crazy three months ago and it's possible and then some. You could do that for multiple podcasts in a day. It's obviously mind-blowing, but there's still more work to be done because even though everything's been generated by ChatGPT up to this point, you still need to record the podcast and get it out there. So let's move into actually recording, producing, and sharing your podcast with the world. So with recording the podcast, if you can look for a quiet, echo-free room in your home where you can just comfortably record your podcast, you can dampen echoes using soft materials like blankets and pillows to absorb the sound. I know a lot of podcasters record in their closets. But honestly, you guys, like we just saw the AI tech can literally plan and do everything for your podcast. So let's be real. There's definitely technology out there that can make your audio sound very clear, very professional and minimize background noise. So I really don't worry about that as much anymore, which is awesome. I hated that I let my recording environment hold me back from sharing my message and sharing what I want to in the world for the last few years because audio is very important. But if you go back to my podcast that I did about starting a show using Anchor FM, you will see, you can just hold your phone up to your ear like you're having a phone call and still have very professional audio because the tech exists. So please don't get hung up on the recording settings. I am recording on a nice microphone at this moment when you're listening to this podcast, but I'm in a fairly empty room just sitting on a bed chilling in my pajamas with my strep throat. So don't overthink these things. I really don't even know how this is going to sound at the end because I don't monitor my audio as much. I just don't overthink it anymore. And I think that's what's really cool about this process. Really, when it comes to environment, it's just can my kids be away from the room because I can only black out so much noise, but these kids, they're wild. So I do try to block off time that I know I'm not going to be interrupted by my little ones when I'm recording. Next Equipment wise, again, you can just use your phone and nothing else and have really nice professional sounding audio. I don't even know what my microphone's called. I'm recording on a standard SD1 microphone and I record through the Zoom PodTrack 4. Honestly, I only do this because I hyper focused on audio equipment once and I spent the money on it. So now I just feel better using it because it just feels like less of a waste. But there are so many USB microphones that are affordable and easy to use. I have a Blue Yeti that is in my car that I take back and forth with me if I I want to use a USB microphone. There's a lot of options. I will link some of my favorites in the show notes below. But again, 
don't overthink this. I shared in the last episode where you can literally just hold your phone up to your ear like you're having a conversation and that is totally fine. What is important is that you are showing up and you are sharing. Recording software wise, I think that's where it gets a little bit more tricky and it really doesn't get tricky. I hate to keep referring back to my last episode, but I did share about the Anchor FM app and in just those last few weeks that I was on hospital orientation, it has now switched over to Spotify for podcasters. So it's a different name. It's the same thing, but that is what I use just because it's really easy. You've just can record through the app and do all of your editing right there. If I'm not using the Anchor app, I use Adobe Audition. And honestly, it was a pain in the arse for the last few weeks because I could not figure out how to get this microphone working with the program. And I crap you not, I wish that I had just opened up the Anchor app and held up my phone and recorded because I wasted a lot of time. Adobe also recently launched the Adobe podcast platform. I was on the wait list for it. I finally got into it and I do not find the platform user-friendly at all yet. I know that it will be getting better, but right now I cannot figure it out. But you do not have to be off the wait list to use the tools that they have for everybody. Just Google Adobe Podcast. There is an option to upload your audio file and it will make it beautiful. So that is definitely a hack that you can use in the meantime. Make sure you have water nearby, I guess, before you record would be my advice and probably chapstick. Also, my teeth are whistling because my veneer fell out and however they put it back in, there's a whistle. So sorry. Once you're ready to record, all you have to do is follow the script that ChatGPT gave you. Right now, I have my outline on the iPad in front of me and I just am following along. Speak clearly and confidently. Don't get stuck on it, but just maintain a conversational tone. If you make a mistake, who cares? You're not talking to anybody right now. It's not live. You can edit it out later. Sometimes when I know I like really effed up or did not get my point across, I'll just do a loud clap into the microphone. And then when I'm editing, I can see that on my audio file. I know that's where I need to take a look at deleting. Some tips though, pausing between sections. So just leaving a brief pause between the different sections of your script so that it is easy to edit later or doing something like that clap that I did just then. If you didn't like the way you said it, say it again and then edit it later. From there, you're gonna save your recording and high quality audio formats are like Wave or an AIFF. You really just have to at the minimum, open up your phone and start recording on the Voice Memo app. Practice makes perfect. The more you record, the more comfortable you'll feel. And just don't let the extraneous factors hold you back from recording because I promise there are tools that can make it sound great. And there are people who need to hear what you have to say, no matter how it sounds, truly. Once it's recorded, this part I actually used to dread so much more. It's one of the main reasons I never could just keep going with podcasts and that's editing. But now I have Descript. Y'all, Descript, these are all tools. I feel like you just have to get on and try them because seeing is believing. But Descript is amazing. Basically, it can be video or audio. I use it for my YouTube videos as well. But for 
for a podcast, you just upload the file that you just recorded into Descript. So you go to descript.com, go ahead and sign up, make an account. I signed up for an affiliate link for this. Okay. I signed up for it myself because I love this so freaking much. So if you do decide to use this and it changes your life, if you sign up for it and it took me all of one trial to know that I needed to have a membership, I'll put my affiliate information below. I appreciate anybody who uses my affiliate links. And just FYI, I actually don't receive any of my affiliate income. I have a mission to help military spouses with their career development and all of my affiliate income goes to a military spouse. Right now it goes to my ride or die right-hand man, Meg. So when you use my affiliate links, you are directly supporting a military spouse who is working with me. So I appreciate it, but just know like it's not a money grab. You are doing good when you use my links. It takes your audio file that you uploaded and it transcribes it into text. So all you have to do to edit is delete the text that you want out. It's insane. I am somebody who's very visual and I don't have to listen through my entire podcast. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. It has so many cool tools. So you can go into it and you can have it remove filler words. And I always say, so you know, it can remove those with the click of a button and it can delete word gaps and shorten word gaps. So I really don't overthink my recording because I know I can just click a button and it'll take care of it in Descript. That is also why you may notice in my recordings, if there's ever a podcast episode where I get cut off early or something like that, it's probably because I just clicked the delete button for whatever filler or word gap. But for me, if it didn't take away from the major context and the major message of what I'm sharing, that's so much time that I get back that I really don't overthink the editing process anymore, you guys, because it used to stress me that F out, you know, I just do it and go. So it is a learning curve though. Familiarize yourself with the interface, learn the basic functions about how to select the text, cut it, copy and paste it, play back the audio. Once you do it a few times, it is very easy, but I will say it just is a learning curve for the first like 10 minutes. But whatever, spending 10 minutes to learn how to use an app that's gonna save hours off your life, worth it. So then you're gonna go through your transcript text, correct any errors or any inaccuracies in the transcription. If you have multiple people speaking, it will automatically detect who is speaking. You can give a name to it. You guys, it can use AI to learn your voice and you can literally type something in and it'll say it in your voice. And right now I'm not doing that, but I'm not saying that technology is not going to advance a lot in the next year where you might think that I'm talking, but I'm not. I don't know. It's wild. After you do your first basic edit, you're just going to click the cleanup button, remove filler words, and it will take them all out, whichever ones you choose. It's not going to do it all at once. If you want to go through and review each one, you can. Sometimes I do that. From there, eliminate word gaps and long pauses. So, All you have to do is, again, hit the cleanup button, go to shorten word gaps, and adjust the settings based on your preferences. I usually shorten any word gaps that are 0.7 seconds or longer into 0.3 seconds. If I get cut off at any point in that, I really just don't think about it. Nobody's complained about it to me yet, but I'm sorry if it does bother you. Let me know. I can always adjust that in my edit. Thank you. Actually, just edit your podcast like you were editing any text document. Just select, 
cut, copy, paste, move things around. It's very cool. From there, you can fine tune your edits to ensure it sounds natural and smooth. Descript also has an audio tool that helps clean up your audio and help it sound really clear, very professional. And then you export your podcast and not just export your podcast, but you can also export the transcript as you may or may not know, I am a hearing parent of a deaf child. Accessibility is very important to me. So making sure that all of my podcast episodes have transcriptions on the website is very important. I used to spend A, either a lot of money to pay somebody to transcribe my podcast or B, spend a lot of time to transcribe all my podcasts. And that used to be a big reason why I didn't continue on with it because I didn't have the time or the money. Now it is just all in the click of the button with Descript. I export my completely edited podcast. I hit a button. I export my transcript right then and there. And then also for my video podcast for YouTube, you can export the SRT file for subtitles right then and there. So you don't have to do auto subtitles. You know, everything that you just edited into the text file is correct and can be uploaded as your subtitle. So that is huge, you guys. I hope and pray that you guys also spend as much time thinking about these things as me, because at the end of the day, your message is important and everybody should get to hear it. And that includes anybody with a disability who can't access it in the route that you and I would. So from there, when you're in Descript, you can add music. There's all kinds of fun tools in there that you can add in as well. There's so much you can do. But if you want to add music to your podcast or have an opening music for your podcast, I use Epidemic Sound. Again, I'm going to share an affiliate link with you guys. Support my girl Meg, support a military spouse by using my affiliate links. But I've used Epidemic Sound, honestly, for years, not just for podcasts, but for my YouTube videos or my social media videos. It is an amazing collection of royalty-free music because you still have to be considering all royalties and copyright when you are making a podcast. You are not exempt from that in any way, shape, or form on a podcast. So just make sure you're using royalty-free music. When you're in Epidemic Sound, searching and filtering for the options to match the tone and mood of your podcast is really easy. You can search by the genre, you can search by mood, tempo, the instrument, just scroll through the playlist. And I usually filter it by the most popular ones, which I mean, I don't know, that probably means it's been heard before, but it probably means people like to hear it. So... I'm in the think smarter, not harder mindset. When you get onto Epidemic Sound and just look at what is available to you, it's so much. There's so much good music. I think when you're choosing your music, consider the overall vibe. True Crime Podcast is going to have a much different vibe than this little quirky podcast for multi-passionate women, right? So the music should enhance your content, but it should not be distracting. So just choose something that's pretty consistent and recognizable to your brand because the music Music does actually end up becoming iconic to your brand. So you be mindful of it. Don't overthink it again, but do realize that when you pop off, because I know you will, sis, your music's going to be representative of what you're sharing. So just think about that. 
Don't overthink it though. You can import the background music right into Descript or right into the Anchor app if you're using that. On Adobe Audition right now, I have a multi-track session open. So looking at the screen, I have a host track. I could have an interview track if I wanted to. I have a sound effects track and I also have a music bed. So I can adjust all of the volumes and the limits on those as needed. So that is pretty cool for if you want to get into the nitty gritty of things like that, but you really don't have to even do all that. The Anchor app or podcasts for Spotify, whatever it is right now, has music on there. It will help you edit it right in. So it's really nice. And then from there, once you're done with that, you're done. You can share your podcast with the world. I clearly have said it 1 million times. I use Anchor but I know a lot of people like Podbean as well. I think it's very similar with a lot of similar tools too. Y'all, I just cannot stress enough how much easier it is right now. When I started my first podcast in 2017, these tools did not exist. It was an issue. It was such a circus getting everything everywhere. I would have to host my RSS feed somewhere and then get it all I don't even know how I did it. I don't even remember. I don't have to remember that now. And if I did want to know how to do it, I would just ask ChatGPT to tell me step by step and it wouldn't be all this time and energy loss. I would just have been doing the dink on thing. But here we are, whatever. Everything happens for a reason and in perfect timing, how it's supposed to. Most of the podcast platforms like Anchor and Podbean make it very easy to host your RSS feed across all of the major directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Those are really, I think, the only three that I even signed up for this podcast because I don't know anybody who listens anywhere else. Sorry if I'm sounding so drained by the end of this because getting sick is hitting me. I worked a 12-hour shift last night. Really, it ends up being 13. I got three hours of sleep and now it's 11 p.m. the next day. So your girl has a lot going on, but I'm showing up for you guys because everything that I'm sharing in this episode really is stuff that I feel people were gatekeeping for so long. And when I found it this last month, I was like, are you shitting me? I could have just been doing this all along. It's wild. But once you have your podcast recorded and you have it published, when you're writing your show notes as well, you can use ChatGPT to write a show notes and descriptions that are keyword optimized for the audience that you want to reach. You can have titles that are optimized for the audience you want to reach. So that will help rank you in the search results off the bat without having to do anything. Text your friends and your family, have them listen, share it on social media, engage with your audience, ask for feedback. That's one thing I like about podcasts for Spotify is that you guys can write questions or send in voicemails. I just want you guys to get your podcast out into the world. Don't overthink the promotion, anything else about it right now. I want you to just open these tools, close these tabs and ideas that have been in your head for far too long and start sharing them with people that need to hear them. I know at least one person listening right now needed to hear this podcast, needed to hear these tools. I hope you message me. But if I just know somebody is going to feel chills with how much relief they're going to have on the overwhelming bits of starting a podcast being handled now. And that's really it. I'll have to do another full episode on this, but your girl has tools that if you don't like recording, you don't like your voice or whatever the case may be, 
I got you, you can literally, you don't even have the no shit about anything anymore, you guys. Here, this is the, the let me do a quick outro and then hang on if you just want to stick around and hear my my real thoughts on all of this. I'll do the outro that ChatGPT wrote for me. With the help of AI tools like ChatGPT and Descript, you've got everything you need to create and launch your very own podcast. So let's stop asking how someone else is able to and start asking why, why can't I? And I cannot wait to see all of you happy little bluebirds on the other side of the rainbow. But wait, don't go yet because we're still chatting real fast. You could really, I need to show a video of this. It just sounds so bad. This is the part that like, I love sharing these tech tools and these AI options with you guys right now, because truly my goal is for you to feel that relief and free up the time on the task that overwhelm you and that hold you back from starting in the first place in order to get started, to actually do what your heart wants to do, get the message out into the world, but also just to free up that time to be with your family, to have real connections, to learn the hobbies that are interesting to you at that point in time. I feel like when you're multi-passionate, this is super powered to be able to have these tools. But if I'm your first introduction to these, I don't want to get too far into it because I know I'll chat a lot about it in future projects that I'm working on. But when it comes to podcast, you don't actually have to know anything about anything. You don't have to have any talent. You don't even have to use your real voice. And I am not fucking with you guys at all. You can have a completely generated podcast and nobody would be any of the wiser. I think I touched on briefly with Descript that I can train it to learn my voice. So if I wanted to, I think in the very near future, I, if I wanted to, could use ChatGPT to plan and outline and script all of these ideas for podcasts I have in my head. And then I could go onto Descript and literally just copy and paste that script into the program and my voice that I trained in my tone in a very real conversational tone that nobody would be able to really decipher between can generate that podcast, upload it and be done. And that is obviously exciting because again, it's 11.02 at night. I haven't had much sleep. My whole house has strep and yeah, that would be really easy to be done. But it's also scary AF. And because I now know these tools exist, I actually find myself not enjoying podcasts as much because the people that I was trusting for advice, the shows that I was looking up to, I realized that they have been using stuff like this for a long time. And also I, oh, this sounds so bad, but I'm gonna be real raw and honest with you. And this is the same for me too. You don't need my advice necessarily. You don't need somebody else's advice. I don't need to spend time listening to how-to podcasts, et cetera, because I can just go to ChatGPT and ask it and it will give me the information in whatever tone I want it to in two seconds. And the podcasts that I do find myself sticking around for are the ones where I feel some sort of connection or loyalty to the host and the show format is just, I don't know, part of what I enjoy now. But yeah, I don't like podcasts as much anymore. And I struggle to make mine because it's like, what's the point of having the best show ever if anybody can have the best show ever using these tools? I don't know if that makes sense. But I will say I've listened to more music, like 
throwback music and sang at the top of my lungs in my car driving than I have in years <laughs> since this technology came out because I really think people will have more time for fun leisure. Hopefully that's what they spend it on. I worry about a lot of things, you guys. I'll be for another episode. Now I'm on a rant because that's what I do. But that's human, you guys. So use with caution. Also be mindful that as this AI technology is becoming more mainstream, which it will, which it is already doing at a very rapid pace, people will be able to smell this shit from a mile away. Look, just follow your heart. Bring yourself and the human element to everything that you do. Don't rely on these tools to EU. I'm trying to say this in a way it doesn't sound like the freaking Terminator. These are tools. These aren't you. And I hope that when I'm sharing this with you guys, because again, they're here, they are helpful. Don't let the convenience and the ease of these tools being at your fingertips stop you from expanding your creative thinking, your creative ideas. Don't let it do all of that for you. It'd be easy to. And that's why I didn't just hit the record button to stop at the end of the content that I'm sharing because I wouldn't be in here with a sore back and just sharing my true, honest human thoughts with you guys if I had just stopped the record button right there. I want to make sure that I am bringing me to everything that I do. And I think that's where even social media got really sideways in the last little while. Even with TikTok, I used to go on TikTok and be like, oh, you can just show up and nobody cares how you're showing up. It's so much fun. And now people are starting to care. And now money and I don't know. It's just, I'm trying to say that I'm very happy that I went back to nursing and I don't know. This is clearly what I sound like when I'm tired and I don't have a script from an AI in front of me. And this is the true, like what many people experience when they sit down to record a podcast just off the top of their mind. I don't want you to ever beat yourself up for not being eloquent and not feeling that you can say things a certain way that you're not getting your point across. If you have been listening to my rant right here, neither do I or anyone. That's the real honest to God human backside of the podcast. Okay. I hope people keep that. And I'm so tired. (laughs) I can't even think about what I'm trying to say and I'm overthinking it. But literally, if I could just type all of that into ChatGPT and it would tell me how to say it just perfectly. And that's some shit. So I guess I'm just wondering what would you rather hear? Anyhow, I really can't wait to see all of you happy little birds on the other side of the rainbow. And love you guys. Thanks for whoever stuck around to the end of the rant. (laughs) 